the EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com. We've got a guy checking things out here. I want to talk to him. Can yeah. we do that? Is that Let's cool? Let's do it. Here, Let's awesome. Do it. Here, we got a mic right here for people to stop by. Come on over. Come talk to us. The EP Podcast. What's your name, sir? <laughs> Mark from Evergreen Park. Mark from Evergreen Park. Hello, you know that Mark. rhymes, Mark. Yes, it does. Okay. How long have you been in Evergreen Park? A long time. Okay. Have you ever heard of the EP Podcast? Uh, no. You're going to learn about it now. This is the premier hyper-local podcast for Evergreen Park. We, every week, on Monday morning when people wake up, it's already waiting there for you on your iPhone, your iPad, your Android, your computer, your laptop, a half-hour Think of it as a morning radio type show that covers only Evergreen Park. And we have all the local people come in. We talk to the businesses. We do stuff with the community. We go cover events. And it's an Evergreen Park show that's just for this area. Does something like that interest you? Yes, it does. It's good. I'm glad it interests you. <laughs> I'm kind of on the spot here. <laughs> yes, it does. This is the EP Podcast. My name is Chris Lanuti. Hi, I'm your neighbor. That gentleman that you heard right at the beginning of the episode, he's got a really interesting story. His grandfather was famous, or infamous, is it? He's our meet the neighbors later on in the program. We met him because we strangely found ourselves at a turtle race this week at the Red Palm. You will hear the first ever podcasted turtle race in history. I don't believe any other podcast has had a live turtle race. You will hear it before the show is over. We are also going to be playing a musical ditty from a local artist here in Evergreen Park, lives on the north side of town, Joe Ryan, off his album, The Switchyard Sessions. You will hear that on this program. We got ambulances, fire trucks, police cars. I'm not kidding. Life and death emergencies and stories and tales of it. Plus, my wife called me fat. So much to cover this week, but we kick it off as we always do with your EP Word on the Street, now. Now time for your EP Podcast Word on the Street. Here we go. First off, the day that this comes out, Monday, May 20th, Mariano's Evergreen Park, Miss Jamie's Farm is going to be there starting at 10.30 in the morning. It is only going to last for a half hour, but it's a free music show for kids that are toddler age, basically. But the younger ones and even kids up till eight years old would have a great time. On Wednesday in the afternoon at the Evergreen Park Library, Wednesday Crafternoons for Kids continues. At 3.30 p.m., the kids can be over there this Wednesday and make some pipe cleaner flowers. Something else going on at the exact same time, but it goes much later, so you might be able to do both of them. The Evergreen Park Fire Department presenting its 12th annual Kids Health Fair this Wednesday, 3.30 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. at the firehouse. Health screenings, fun activities, and don't forget to bring your teddy bear, because they have a teddy bear clinic. And also, babysitter class, offered through the American Academy of Pediatrics. Two summer classes, only 10 spots in each class, for ages 12 and older. Saturday, June 15th, or Saturday, July 13th. It will be held at the Community Center at 3450 West 97th Street from 9 a.m. until 3 p.m. on those days. And it's only $40 a kid. It already helped out here in the Lanuti family. That's your EP word on the street. This is Joe Ryan off his album, The Switchyard Sessions. He's a local EP guy, lives on the north side of the village. 
The name of the song is Highway. We're back after this, live with the people of Evergreen Park. This is the EP Podcast, found everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at the EPPodcast.com. Drive down that highway, you can't see a thing inside. had a chance to sit down and talk in a while and it was going to be another week of us not being able to talk and what concerned me was that that could not fly and no. i had this crazy week this week that i'm going to explain to you in just a little bit and kind of break down why we really almost didn't get a chance to do an ep podcast but something really cool happened i'm out here with another show that the broadcast basement limited puts out broadcast basement limited puts out the ep podcast several other podcasts including Socks in the Basement. Socks in the Basement is the number one White Sox podcast you can find for downloads that there is. And I base that off of the fact that I, I go to this website, or you can go to the app. Anybody can go do it. Podbean.com. That's actually our main site that we use. But they gather data from podcasts across every platform. iTunes, Spotify, you name it. They, they're gathering the data and who's listening to it. That's why I use them directly for all my shows, because they're really good at collecting the data. If you put in the word Socks... In their app, you'll bring up not only the Chicago White Sox podcast, anything that's got the word Sox in it, but you also get everything that's got the Red Sox from Boston. Mm -hmm. And that show is outdrawing both teams right now in terms of like it's got the most people listening. You can actually see the play symbol, and that's and so it's doing really well. Well, it's because you guys are absolutely brutally honest, and I think that's what the listeners like. (laughs) You're not. Well, I think so too. I mean, look, the listeners appreciate the fact that we're honest and we're fans. I think that the team has not been too pleased about it. Well, but they can't ignore us because of the fact we're doing so well. But they're they're much harder to get a hold of these days. 
used to be two rings, they pick up the phone. Now it's six messages, and finally somebody may call me back or shoot me an email. Like right. they're not, they're not, they're none too pleased. I do most of my guest booking. Well, now you're none too pleased directly. <laughs> with the I'm team. none too pleased with them. They're none too pleased with me. But anyway, the Red Palm out here on 95th Street. To get to the point. At 3020 West 95th Street, we're recording a show, and the entire show is going to be on this Wednesday's Socks in the Basement podcast. And they asked us to come out here, and it's like, you know, it's like a paid gig, Hannah. I mean, uh, that show does so well, I'm bringing in the dough. The dough. But (laughs) when they told me they were doing turtle races out here, and you and I hadn't been able to get together yet, and you were coming out here anyway to hang out. I was like, before we do the sack show, let's just record a little bit because we're going to get the owner, Mike Nix, out here in front of a huge crowd later on in this podcast, and he's going to call a live turtle race at the Red Palm on this podcast. A first ever. I asked him what kind of turtles. He just said racing turtles. Racing turtles. Racing turtles. This is a first ever for, I think, podcasting in general is a turtle race. I don't think a turtle (laughs) race has ever been covered on a podcast. I really don't think so. And, you know, the AstroTurf is out there. There's a big giant circle spray painted. Yeah. I think what he does is he puts them all in the center circle. Yeah, I see that. And he lifts it, and they can go in any direction, and it's the first one to cross or touch. The red line. The red line. That's also, I mean, like, it could be a guy gets off, a turtle gets off to a bad start and gets blocked by another turtle. He's out. Yeah. See what I'm saying? So you don't know how this thing's going to go. I mean, the turtles might get competitive and vicious and try to flip each other over. Yeah, I don't know. You could have a disputed turtle race, just like the Kentucky Derby. Anything could happen here tonight. So anyway, <laughs> we're going to be doing a few segments here of the EP podcast out at the Red Palm. And then, of course, the Socks in the Basement is going to be out here. It's a nice little surprise. I'm going to explain to you in just moments why we weren't able to get together until just now this week. Because we had a massive incident yesterday that included police cars, ambulances, just like it was, it was crazy. The Lanudis were at it again. How have I not heard this you story? Heard this story? I have not heard this you story. You haven't heard about this? I haven't yet? heard about this. Oh man, you're going to be in shock. We're going to talk about this next. The EP podcast found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com. This Memorial Day, families will gather. Bob! Jane! Kids will play. I got you! 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 And Uncle Larry will have one case too many and start World War III. It's not that you're fat, Mabel. You're just ugly. What? So remember this Memorial Day. It's all fun and games until little Billy soaks Aunt Sue in her new summer dress. Back to hell with you, child of Satan. Happy Memorial Day. This is an odd, crazy, scary, frightening, sometimes gross story about something that happened just the other day in the Lanuti house and outside of it. So just bear with me here because (laughs) this was crazy. So I had to go in for a colonoscopy. You know, I'm in my 40s. The prep is worse. It's horrible. (laughs) Yeah. And the kids, my daughter goes, do I have to do these? My son's like, do I have to do these? I'm like, yep. Yep. Now get out of my way. I'm running to the bathroom. (laughs) Just put a pillow on the blanket on the floor. I pushed the 11-year-old at one point. He stepped in the way and I just pushed him. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Kind of have to. And so... I just drank the solution and had the pills that I'm supposed to get. And it's like a to, gallon. Right, to start cleaning me out. You know, it's going to be bad. Like, I'm prepared. I've done all my stuff. I put on my sweatpants, you know, easy access, easy on mm-hmm. and off. I'm watching TV at closest to the bathroom. I put a sign on the bathroom warning the other children, this is dad's bathroom. For the rest of the day, you have to use the other <laughs> one that's further away. Okay? And my wife has already yelled at one of them for disregarding the sign at this point while I'm chugging the solution. Really? So to get them out of the house, I send my daughter, who's 13 years old, going out 14, I send her up to the park with my almost four-year-old son up to Circle Park. It's a block away. Yeah. I mean, she's CPR certified. You know, she's Heimlich trained. She, she, we send her to classes. She babysits all the time. And it's only a block away. And it's only a block away. <laughs> 
So she goes up to the park, and I get my first run to the facilities. And I'm sitting there, and my phone rings. And it's her number. And I pick it up, and absolute panic is going on. Oh, my God. She's telling me that my son, Nick, his head is busted wide open. The three-year-old. Yes. Mm -hmm. His head is busted wide open. There's blood shooting everywhere. She's applying pressure and calling an ambulance. What the hell happened? I don't know at this point. Now think about this. Now normally they I were gone been, for how long? They were gone for twenty minutes. Normally I would just spring right into action and run down there, but I can't. <laughs> you kind of. I can't go anywhere. So now I'm yelling from the bathroom to Erica, and I'm like, "Get up, get up to the park." Audrey says that Nick's spewing blood out of his head, and like I'm, I'm freaked out by this whole thing, right? And so the phone goes out. So I go to dial back as Erica's running out the door, and a, an adult picks up the phone, and the adult sounds more freaked out than Audrey, just a stranger who grabbed her phone. And she's like, yeah, this is really bad. I'm like, what happened to him? And they're like, well, he fell on the on the jungle gym at Circle Park and he and he gashed open his forehead. Jesus. I know. So I'm like, now I'm, I can't go. Every time I try to get off the toilet, I can't. <laughs> you know how upsetting that is? Like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to go up there. No, I'm not going up there. And I'm running back. Even when there's not an emergency, right. when you can't get yeah, off the, the toilet, one time, it and sucks. I'm, like, I'm, I'm like a block away from my child. I can't do anything. Okay. I have to just put my faith in my wife. Who's a capable person, but still, it's like that that instinct. Like you, I've always been the guy that like steps in. Yeah. And I can't. So I don't know what's going on. Nobody's calling me. Audrey's texting me. The ambulance is here. The police are here. But I'm not getting any response back to what happened. How is he? Nobody's telling me anything. So finally, I get my pants on just quick enough for her to come pulling up in the car. And I'm, I'm out in the driveway because she has to come around the block anyway. Mm-hmm. And I wave her down as I'm out in front of the house. And here's this kid. And I could have put my full finger, my full index finger, into the hole in his forehead. Are you serious? It was all skull. An <gasps> index finger worth. Like a, like, it was like a nickel's worth of skull on his forehead. No. Yeah, wide no. open. I'll show you pictures. No, and I want to see it. I'll no. show you the pictures of this. Okay. No. And he's real calm. He's like, Dad, I cut my head. He's bled so much that there's really just like little it beads of blood out. on the skull. Oh, my God. And it's all over his face. <laughs> and she's taking him to the hospital because she's like, it stopped bleeding and he wouldn't get in the ambulance. He freaked out because really? he wouldn't get in the ambulance. Like a little kid would love So the an ambulance, ambulance driver and the police officer was like, you want to just take him to the, to, the, to the hospital? She's like, yeah, I'll take him. So she heads up there with, with him. So now here's the story of what happens. And I want to tell you right now, at first I was petrified by everything, but I'm going to fast forward to what happens at the end here. Because of the pride that I had for my daughter, who, first of all, is beside herself. She's in the car. Like, I'm the worst big sister. Ground me for the rest of my life. Oh, and I, no. I figure she did something. And she's like, she's, she's like, don't ever let me near a child again. I'm like, oh, my God, what did she oh, do? Come on. So I'm all freaked out about, like, well, what did she do? I'm figuring out. Well, the whole story now comes out. He's playing, and he trips over some kid or trips over, like, he's going across a little suspension bridge in Circle Park okay. in Klein Park. And he's running with all the other kids. And he trips forward. And smacks his head right off the steel steps <gasps> that go up to the area where the slides are. So if anybody's WWE ever been to Circle style. Park or or, uh, or Klein Park, if anybody's ever been there and seen what's there, they have this little drawbridge that kind of shakes. And he's running, trips over his feet, and hits the bottom step and splits his, his head open. Okay. Jesus. And so he splits his head open and rolls off the thing onto the ground. And he's bleeding everywhere. And his sister runs up. And immediately applies pressure. Yeah. Now, for me, 13-year-old girl, that- with the blood that was probably coming out of this kid, yeah, I described this whole, for her to not just completely freak, for her to run up and just, like, stop And it. call 911. Well, first she called me, okay? Okay. She, that, that she, she called her father. Okay. I mean, 
I think in her mind, Dad worked in a 911 center for and 10 years. And you're a block away. And I'm a block away. She but wants you're to on the toilet. There, but that's what she, and I'm on the toilet. She called the wrong parent. She called the one that was on the toilet. So she calls me while she's holding pressure. And while the phone is ringing, she asked some adult if she could have their scarf to stop the bleeding. And the adult said yes. Wow. So she holds him down with one hand on his head, like lays him down and puts the scarf on him to stop the bleeding. And while she's calling me, and the, when I, and the park, according to Erica, was full of people. Yeah. It was a beautiful day. So with all these other parents and all these screaming children, it was quite a scene, too, because he had blood all down his shirt. He had blood in his hair. He looked like a horror victim. And she had the, the wherewithal to the, the apply pressure immediately to the wound and start calling. And it sounded to me like she also, even though everybody's trying to help, you're getting like advice from like 15 different adults, which has to be extremely intimidating for a child. And for her to hold it together and not let one of them take him out of her arms, not let one of them make the decision as to what she was going to do and Mm -hmm. say, this is my brother. And that's what she said. She said, this is my brother. I got him. My mother's on the way. We'll call an ambulance. Okay. And then she got into that whole thing. And it was, I'm not saying that the adults were bad. In fact, I want to thank any adult that listens to the EP podcast that was up there because there were a lot of people up there. And I guarantee you, at least one of them is listening to this right now going, oh my God, it was that guy's kid. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they want to know what happened to him, I'm sure. But they, I really appreciate all of their help up there. Again, another great thing about Evergreen Park, the community part of it. Well, yeah. Okay. That like everybody sprung into action to help this kid. You know, nobody stood there and just kind of watched. So. In the end, three stitches internally in the inside. Internally? In, yeah, inside. Like the muscle? Yeah, no, they, they do something to stitch, like, like they loop the skin inside of the skull uh. so that he doesn't have this massive jagged scar like Harry Potter for the yeah. rest of his life. And then they did five on the outside. Okay, he's got all these stitches on his head, five hours in the ER, no concussion. In the end, though, I when it when it finally everything was like you could see it, he had... Um, I could have almost probably put two fingers into that hole once they cleaned it out. It was absolutely insane. And he was, and he just sat there like really calm. He just sat there really calm, I guess, and told everybody like, ah, he didn't cry during the stitches or anything. Aww. Okay. Tough little guy. He's been babied ever since. He gets ice cream for breakfast right now. That's how bad we feel. <laughs> He's going to bust his head every week now. <laughs> it's the middle of the show song. 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 Chris had nothing to put here, so he put this song. It's the middle of the show song. Before we get to the turtle races here at the end of the uh, program, Hannah, I do want to tell you about the the epilogue to that whole story. Because, of course, I had the next day go, had to go in for the colonoscopy. And I'm not going to get into details of it. <laughs> First of all, I'm there. They've got me in there. They're, they're getting me all ready. And they're like, okay, we need you, Mr. Lanuti. We're going to close the curtain here in the room here in Christ Hospital. And you're gonna, you can change into your gown. And Erica's sitting in there. So I'm like, all right. So they leave, and I put the gown on. I'm supposed to leave it open in the back. Of course. Of course. Okay. That's where they have I to hate get this to. part. And I'm like, and, and the last thing I do is I, you know, drop the boxers. Well, of course, I drop the boxers in front of my wife with my backside hanging out because I think it's funny. <laughs> you know what her first comment was? What? She goes, she's just sitting there, like, reading her People magazine. And she looks up at me taking my, in my gown, and she goes, you know what? This summer, we're going to lose some weight. <laughs> This summer, we're going to lose some weight? That's what she said. You know how much that hurts? <laughs> that was, that's, that's funny as hell. That got me. That got me right here, Hannah. That...
Okay, so your name again, sir? Mark. Mark. And you had a grandfather that played for the Chicago White Sox? Right. Back before the the, the big thing. The you Black know, Sox. Before the Black Sox. Before yeah. 1919. What years did he play for the team? 1917. And I have... What's his name? Ralph Vermeil. And I have a, a signed letter from Keishnaw Mount Landis tossing my grandfather out of baseball because back then they used to play in the sand lots for like five bucks a game. <laughs> and he was tossed out of baseball for life. Really? Of, what did he yeah, do? He was playing on the side. Back then, I guess you used to make ten bucks a game on the side when he was like a, a side he, hustle. Yeah. Yeah, when he was with the White Sox, and he got caught. And I got a letter at home from Mountain Landis. Kennesaw Mountain Landis sent you a le- sent you're, your dad a letter saying you're out. And my, yeah, you're out of baseball for life. So he got thrown really? out of baseball too, but not for, for the 1919 white, Black Sox scandal. No, no, no. He was. <laughs> so they were throwing <laughs> they were throwing White Sox guys out of the league before that. Right. <laughs> South side, baby. I, I, in fact, I have, I, 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 I have the signed letter on my wall at home <laughs> from Keishnaw Mountain Landis. Really? Yes. That is incredible. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Kennesaw Mountain Landis threw your... Well, now, hold on a second now. He doesn't become the commissioner of baseball until after the 1919 scandal. Okay. So your okay. Fa- your grandfather may have played after the right. scandal. Well, okay. that, you know, I can't remember. He may have played exactly. after the scandal. Right. Okay. But Ralph Bermeal, right. Okay, playing for the White Sox, and he got kicked out for what again? He was playing on the sand lots here in Chicago. And he wasn't allowed to do that. And charging money. To do and he was that. charging money for people to see him play. Right. But he was making <laughs> 10 bucks a game or something. <laughs> he got money back Kaminsky, Kaminsky was cheap, baby. Yeah. Well, you got to go do that, man. Kaminsky <laughs> right. was cheap. That's right. awesome. I really appreciate you telling no, that story. That, that, I have all of his box scores at home because back then they played in the league with the Fireman League. Right. Back then. Right. And he was on the Fireman League and then they brought him off to the Sox. Okay. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. Well, that's that's a really amazing story. I really think that's awesome. Folks, do you have barbecues that just seem to be missing something? Does it take almost five minutes for your hot dogs to cook? Does it take forever to get your fire started? You know, that fire ain't starting. Shut up! Well, you need a big-ass bottle of lighter fluid. It's a guarantee. Just empty the entire bottle into the grill and get Uncle Larry to light it. Whoa! Instant meal! Uncle Larry should make 40 to 50 patties. Bones should disintegrate. So remember, get a big-ass bottle of lighter fluid and have a blast. Honey, the house is on fire! I know, I love Memorial Day. (sighs) The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the eppodcast.com. This hit that ice cold, Michelle Pfeiffer, that white gold. This one for them hood girls, them good girls. Great masterpiece. Styling, wilding, living it up in the city. Got tucks on with St. Lorraine. Gotta kiss myself, I'm so pretty. I'm too hot. I'm police and I'm fireman. I'm too hot. Make a dragon wanna retire, man. I'm too hot. Hot damn. Say my name, you know who I am. Too hot. I'm bad about that money. Break it down, hallelujah. Break it down, hallelujah. Break it down, hallelujah. Break it down, hallelujah. Cause Uptown Funk gon' give it to you. 
Cause Uptown Funk gon' give it to ya. Uptown Funk gon' give it to ya. Cause Uptown Funk gon' give it to ya. But Saturday night we in the spot. Don't believe it, just watch. Woo! Don't believe it, just watch. Boom. Boom, boom, Don't believe it, just watch. In West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playgrounds where I spend most of my days. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool, and all shooting some b-ball outside of school. Then a couple of guys, they were up to no good. Started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got one little fight, my mom got scared. She said, Move over there, Angie and Uncle the Bel Air. Was for a cab, but when it came near, the life was and fresh and dice in the mirror. If anything, I could say that this cab was real, but I thought for a minute, Yo, home to Bel Air. Too hot. Hot damn. Got a police and a fireman. Too hot. Hot damn. Gonna drag, gonna retire, man. Too hot. Hot damn. No flames, no fire, man. Too hot. Hot damn. Girls say hallelujah. Uptown funk you up. 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 Uptown funk you No treble. All right, turtle racing fans. No stomping your feet. No pointing at the turtles. No stepping on the carpet. But the louder you cheer, the faster they run. All right, turtle number one, hide the pickles with Bridget on board. Turtle number two, Larry on the links with Jody. Turtle number three, just walk away with, just walk away Renee, with Renee. Turtle number four, the Swamp Monster with Mike. Turtle number five, I am Spartacus with Colleen. And turtle number six, the Big Kahuna, one of the fan favorites here at the Red Palm with Mike on board. All right, we're going to start this race. I'm so excited right now. All right, looks like we're going to have a clean start. Let's hear you cheering. Start cheering. Let's go. Come on. All right, and they're off. Here comes number oh, six, man, charging. Number four, right oh, up the no. tail. Oh, this could be number five. It's six. It's four. It's five. It's four. Four's charging to the finish this line. There goes the number two. Off. This is anybody's race. Remember, the first turtle to hit the line wins our Red Palm Turtle Racing T-shirt, and our turtle number four is our winner. All right, we're racing for a beer now. The last place turtle gets a beer. <laughs> Three is charging, two is charging, five is racing. It's anybody's race. There goes five, there goes six, there goes two. Two's over the wire. Here comes five. Five driving the lane. Here he comes all the way to the line. And five's over the wire. All right, it's down to six. Three and one, six driving the lane. Here he comes. Wait, three is gonna challenge him. It's three, it's six, it's three over the line. All right, we're down to six and one. Six and one are the turtles still in play. <laughs> Who's gonna win a beer here? <laughs> He's like, You're not cheering, you gotta make some noise. See what happens when you make noise. And six is over the wire. And number one is our beer winner. <laughs> Can we get proof of life on that last turtle? Yes, we do. <laughs> we do a urine test after every race. Well, you know, for a turtle race, that went really turtle fast. I thought it would be like four. 10 minutes. 
<laughs> Turtle number four, the Swamp Monster, with Mike swamp on board is our T-shirt winner. And turtle number one, Hide the Pickles, with Bridget on board is our beer winner. All right, we got 20 minutes to post time, 20 minutes to the next race. Hannah? Chris? Was that exciting? It was really fast. To kind of recap, because like it, minutes. it moved so fast, one turtle just took off, <laughs> left the center circle, cut off all the other turtles as if to say, this is my race, and then just went right across the line. And then one turtle just sat on the dot and never moved the entire time. He was the he last didn't. place turtle. Okay, so I mean that that was the turtle you wanted for the free beer. the The first place turtle gets gets a t shirt. The last place turtle gets a free beer. You're almost sometimes rooting for the loser in this. I mean, I love well, t shirts, but okay. it's if you've ever seen Monty Python Race of the Twits, it's exactly what it reminded me of. <laughs> That's exactly, I was just seeing John Cleese and everybody just spinning around and running in different directions. Right, right. And, yep, the turtles. That was Monty incredible. Python. I'm, I mean, I don't know how to handle it. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of taken aback by the entire one. thing. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely amazing that those turtles, uh, they tore it up out here at the Red Pond tonight. That was a good way to, that was a good way to finish off the EP podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Very I, Socks in the Basement's going to have more turtle races. So if you've never tried it out, you're into <laughs> turtle races. When we recorded, I think that they're going to be doing the turtle races in the middle of that show. So you might be able to hear one on that one as well. This is the EP Podcast that you can find everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the EPPodcast.com. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, basement, the Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. Slancha. That was like Dropkick Murphys or something, right? I felt like it. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the eppodcast.com. Are you or someone you know looking to learn how to play a musical instrument this year? Then you should be checking out Westgate Music School, 6527 West 127th Street in Palos Heights. Private music lessons for all instruments, including guitar, piano, drums, voice, bass guitar, violin, banjo, ukulele, and more. Are you a vocalist? Are you ready to play a musical instrument and looking to join a group? Westgate Music School offers group classes for rock band, acapella vocal, and barbershop quartet. Students of all ages and ability levels will have the opportunity to perform three times a year in a student concert. Gift certificates for Westgate are also available. More information, call 708-586-7002 or go to westgatemusicschool.com.